0: V2Sradio.com. Break the silence. Welcome to V2S Radio, a show dedicated to helping domestic violence and human trafficking victims. Through the Stop Domestic Violence Network, V2S Radio serves to offer a safe place where victims no longer need suffer in silence, and they find resources they desperately need. For more information, please visit our website at www.stopdv.net. And now, enjoy the show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to V2Sradio.com. This is Brother Tim, your host, and today is Fearless Friday. And why do we call it Fearless Friday? Uh, Statistics state that most domestic violence attacks happen on Friday evenings across the country. It's a staggering number. But you know we do this to empower you, both men and women. If you're having issues, call 911. Don't wait. Call a domestic violence hotline. Call 911 if you have to. Um, but don't just stand there and be a victim. If you know there's a situation that is going to set your abuser off, or you may be in a situation where it's a first-time attack, don't wait. Do not wait. That monster only gets stronger. And you need to get some help and get out now. Don't play with that. And for goodness sake, do not go back to your abuser. We have so many stories. the emails and the messages, direct messages I get on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. It's always about the victim went back to the abuser. Everything was good for a certain amount of time. And then all of a sudden, It came on again, and it was worse. Do not go back to your abuser, ladies and gentlemen. Do not play with that. Do not be around your abuser. It's you're playing with matches around a bonfire doused in gasoline, if you can picture it. But what does fearless mean? You know, I've been asked, what do you think about fear? who do you fear? What do you fear? I only fear God. That's it. I don't fear man. I don't fear people at all. The worst thing somebody could do to me is kill me, but that's the best thing somebody could do because I'm going home. I'm not worried about it. Um, Why do people lie? If you look at your abuser and catch them in lies, or if you look at someone, you know, let's scratch what I just said about the abuser. If you know, emphatically that someone's a victim of domestic violence they will lie to your face to protect that abuser like no tomorrow why do they do that the only time people lie is when they're scared of something when they're in fear of something or someone and i've been in an industry for many many years matter of fact one of my old clients just died this week and was prodigy uh, he was a, a rap artist from a group called Mob Deep. Uh, I was with, I was with uh, him for years. He, you know, died my guy, I thought, and uh, God bless him. You know, he died very young. But anyway, when you have fear in an area of your life and you're using that fear to protect someone and you start lying and then when the lies come in and nobody believes you, you got a big problem. Because you're going to lie 10 times more to cover the first lie and protect the abuser. And we don't want to hear that. We don't want to see that. That creates such a storm, such a snowball effect, if you will. And it's just a never, ever, ever ending process. And you need to stop. Do not fear anything. Here's where fear comes in. Phone and call 911, and the authorities come out, and your user hears you say, Oh, I'm pressing charges this time. Oh, you'll see fear. It'll be in the abuser's eyes because they know there's evidence. It's happened before. Oh, here's what's going to come after that, by the way. Usually, when an abuser gets confronted, arrested, charged, and they get to the house because they will. Live together. They're going to get to come back to the house with uh, law enforcement on civil standby. Usually they have about 15 minutes to gather as many things as they can before they leave. And the final injunction hearing will be about three weeks to a month later. But here's what happens they're going to come in, they're going to be robbing, boohooing, crying. They're so sorry. That they don't know what happened you so much. They miss you. Please don't do this. Why are you doing this to me? And then it'll be, let's just move. Let's just get away from everybody that's around. Let's just go get a fresh start. Do you know what they're saying there? They're saying, I want to isolate you more. They're saying, I don't want you around your friends and your family. I want to keep you isolated. They're saying, I want to be your only source for everything, they're very narcissistic, which we talked about that on a previous show. Do not get caught up in that, ladies and gentlemen. Now, victims are not just ladies. Victims can be men as well. Uh, Victims can be children. You need to get proper help. I was approached by a woman. Actually, let me back up and then I'll get into the story. Uh, Our event Wednesday, you know, it was raining again, but some people did come out this time and, and we had a pretty good showing and we, we met some good people, um, made some good connections. You know, uh, as always, Bill the Mayor was there, Troy, uh, Gabby and Arian uh, from uh, Green Swamp Mafia, but I met some good people. I met Jennifer, I met Big Mo um, from Laser Tag Center that we will be dealing with and that's actually pretty fun. We're gonna be doing some corporate stuff, some T building stuff. Uh, Can't wait for that to happen. Uh, Dustin was there. He's always there. He's a great guy. God bless you, brother. Uh, John and Betty from Biker Dolls Magazine. What they're going to be doing is a monthly, every month, they're going to be featuring a domestic violence victim to survivor, a V2S. We're going to have before and after pictures, their story, and it's going to be great because we need to put more light. In a voice to an epidemic that is so silent, we need to break the silence of this epidemic, and we're aligning ourselves with some great people. It done. We have some great sponsors. We have South Lake Printing. We have Green Swamp Mafia. We have Fitness CF. Uh, we have Texas Roadhouse. Uh, Biker Dolls Magazine. Uh, Carpus Protection and Investigations. And if I forgot anybody, please forgive me. But um, we are building some things this year that are going to go so far. You know, one of the dreams that I have, and also my brother Troy from Greenswan Mafia has, we want to build a survivor's village. And it's ironic. I drew this up many years ago. I have it on schematic, outline, I have kind of a model. And I briefly showed it to Troy the first day I met him. And he looked at me, he looked at Bill, the mayor who set up the meeting and he said, me and this guy got to be connected somehow because that's almost the exact vision I have to do a domestic violence victims, um, survivors type village as well. And, uh, only thing different, it was like two little things that, you know, I tweak differently than he did, but bringing it all together, it's going to be great it's going to be fantastic. And I can't wait to get that done. But um, back to the story. I met a young lady. She was of the Muslim faith. And she asked me what the logo was on my shirt. And we started talking. And she had her children with her. And she said, well, the laws in her religion, those laws don't exist. And uh, I, I let her talk. She said, it's actually promoted. Domestic violence in certain religions is promoted as a control tactic. And I said, there we go with this organized religion stuff again. And uh, I couldn't believe some of the things she said that they go through as women in that faith. And and I couldn't. I said, who would sign up for something like that? Then it hit me. It's not that they sign up for it. They're born into that culture. They're, They're raised in that. And I said, bless these people. These women are, they're going through mutilations. Um, They're going through, you know, beatings daily, public beatings. Stoning is still legitimate in their belief. And I said, you know, we're in the year 2017, not the year 1949 when these laws didn't exist. I mean, in the year 1949, it was kind of the good old boys club. You just did what you did and you know, when it came to you and nobody crossed that line and even cared. But now it's 2017. We care. We care what happens to you behind closed doors because ultimately, you know, you're somebody's daughter or son. You know, you're, you're a sister, you're a brother, you're a mother, you're a father, you're a you're somebody. You are somebody. You may just be one person to the world but to the world, to, to one person, I mean the world. I, I misquoted that. I'm doing it from memory to the world. You are just one person, but to one person, you mean the world. And I cannot express enough to get yourself into a situation of physical abuse, of verbal abuse, of psychological abuse, um, and when I spoke to this woman, she broke down crying. I mean, she let it out and she didn't know where to turn or what help to get because of her beliefs and things. And, you know, she was telling me she can be beaten for just talking to me. And I said, you know, that that's a control tactic. It's a control. It's a fear. And I I hate to hear that people in this day and age still live like it's very sad, but, um, But what are we going to do about Fearless Fridays? You know, somebody that hears my voice right now, because our podcasts are getting around. And uh, if you want to call in live, the number is 917-889-886. But our podcasts are available through SoundCloud and also iTunes. Uh, Enter our website, v2sradio.com. They're right on the page. Listen to these podcasts. Spread them around. Um, Go to our website for the Stop Domestic Violence Network, which is www.stopdv.net, and let people know. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Um, Let them know their voice could be heard. Break the silence. You know, the worst thing an abuser wants is other people knowing what's really going on. They can't lie their way out of that. You know, when an abuser's in a courtroom, they can't lie their way out of that. The judges know the deal. The attorneys know the deal. And the abuser is going to read a script that every other abuser in there goes, I didn't do anything. And she's, you know, she, she, she knows what to do to get me upset. And he's going to trigger words, if it's a male, he's going to say trigger words that the judge is going to know, without a doubt. And the attorney's going to key in on it and they're going to attack that, and the prosecutor, I should say. This stuff comes out in court. Adversely, don't be a a whistleblower, a cry wolf type person either. If it's not going on, don't lie about it. Don't do it for attention. Don't do it to break up with someone. Um, There's an injunction that I got a hold of, somebody gave to me, And I know this person was abused, but on it, the judge wrote, a is needed. And you could clearly see the physical scars on this young lady. And the judge just took it as, ah, it's just another one of these injunctions. Imagine how many they see a day. Again, this is not 1949. This is 2017. They see this on a daily basis. How many injunctions come through that room. I'll say Orange County, Florida, room 315 at the courthouse. You go in there any time of day, it is packed. It's standing room only. There's victims of all kinds, men, women, children, a grandmothers. They're all in there filling out those forms. And For the life of me, I can't figure out why they just don't do it online so a person doesn't have to be outed in public going into that room and just feeling helpless, sitting there, filling out those forms. But maybe they will go online in the future. I don't know. But again, we need to do something. So how do you remain fearless? Strength in numbers. I cannot say that enough. I say that a lot. Strength in numbers, get into some of these groups, these support groups, you know, they have online support groups, they have face-to-face support groups, many churches have domestic support groups. Call two one one. that's United Way National, United Way number, ask them for help, ask them for support groups, see where they can point you in the right direction. Because this epidemic needs to shrink. And I've said it before, we wanna get into the school systems as young as sixth grade and talk to these children Because if you see these videos on the Vine and on WorldStar and on YouTube and Facebook and whatever, and you see these young school kids fighting with girls, you see it. And people use it as entertainment. But I'm I had, There's five or six people standing there filming, but nobody's breaking it up. That's domestic violence. And do you know that young man that's punching that girl in her face and pulling her hand throwing her to the ground and kicking her. He's not going to forget that. He's going to grow up and think it's okay to do it to women because everyone cheered him on and videotaped him and got a million hits on YouTube and, and whatever, wherever else they put it and get monetization. And he gets a check. Where is his rehabilitation? Where is he being told what he's doing is wrong? He's not being boasted. He's being, praised and it's disgusting because somewhere that young lady has a father, has a brother, has a cousin, has an uncle, or they may may be part of our network and we're not going to let that just happen. We're not because this has to stop. And you know, Again, it's not just women as victims, there's men being victims. I saw a video today, somebody sent me, it was on Facebook. A woman caught her boyfriend texting another woman. Okay? At that point, there's something wrong with the relationship. They need to just break that off and be done with each other. Nope. This woman in this video went into the bathroom where the man was and attacked him for about five minutes beat him in his head, continually dragged him out of the shower where he was standing and got knocked down, pinned him between the toilet and the cabinet, and proceeded to hit him in the head and kick him and knee him in the face. He did not fight back at all. But you know what? If he did, she would have been screaming domestic violence and call the police. Where is the stigma today? The stigma is If you're angry, go ahead and beat beat on somebody. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Because there's a relative or someone listening or hearing what's going on, and they're going to snap, and they're going to put an end to it their way. may not be the legal way, but they're going to put an end to it their way. Because this has to stop. Now, stop is an acronym. It's severe trauma and oppressive punishment. An abuser wants to inflict pain. They want to inflict fear. So that victim will not ever attempt to cross their path. So that victim will think twice before they say anything out of turn or do anything out of turn. And that victim will remain a victim permanently. Because I say it time and time again, that monster only gets stronger. That, that abuser will only get stronger, physically stronger. And what are the telltale signs? It usually starts emotional, where they get the victim to feel so isolated that they only desire and things they have is for their abuser. only want to talk to them. They know they got to check in by a certain time. They better not be late or they're going to go into the next phase, which is verbal abuse, yelling at them, yelling in their face, cussing, screaming, belittling them, telling them how worthless they are. Then it goes into stage three, which is the physical abuse, which physical abuse can be the other person's wrists to hold them down. Or slapping, or hitting, or punching, or kicking. There's some abusers that go as far as cutting and maiming their victims, thinking no one else will look at them uh, if they're cut and bleeding and bruised up or, or deformed. That's sick. But there's also a form of domestic violence, which many people don't even know, is against the law. Dismantling communication. What is that? Cutting a phone line on a house phone or breaking a house phone, taking a cell phone, breaking a cell phone, breaking a computer, anything that someone may use to contact authorities, being held away from their cell phone, that's domestic violence. You're impeding someone's ability to communicate with law enforcement if they need help. Or is a charge? So empower yourself. Know these laws. Research this stuff. And God forbid that somebody hearing my voice right now gets abused tonight, has been abused. Call the police. Don't wait. Don't wait till the morning. Don't wait till, you know, you that they're going to calm down. Call the police. Call the police. If you truly care about that abuser. Call the police. Get law enforcement involved. Press charges. If you call the police, and i say this again, if you call the police and do not press charges, we'll turn on you. The police will absolutely say, you wasted our time. They're on a call. like and sirens blaring. They're putting public safety at risk, flying through the street, trying to get you for you to say you're not pressing charges. They will take that personally. Law enforcement are human as well. They may have a mother, sister, or a brother that was uh, abused, a victim of that at some point. So they will personal if you do not press charges. And they will use the system against you as well. If there's children in the house, guess who they're going to alert? They're going to tell DCF. What let DCF know. So don't play with that. Do not play with that. Um, I got a message here on Twitter a couple seconds ago. It was about last week. I mentioned what love is. I read the scripture, 1 Corinthians, right? And someone said, elaborate more on that. Okay, real simple. If you're in a situation, and, and I'm going to talk about someone that um, her love language is, <laughs> she's going to find out. I'm a single man, okay? I've been single for a long time. But I know someone that her love language is encouraging. It's words. It's empathy. You know, she never known that, right, until it was brought to her. Um, Words mean a lot. If you're this type of person, words mean a lot. Encouragement means a lot. So being in a situation where you're not hearing words of encouragement, where you're not hearing, you know, how you're appreciated, you feel a little left out. You feel drained. You feel underappreciated. You may be doing everything in a relationship. You may be raising the children. You may be, you know, keeping the house together. You may be even the only one working in that relationship. Okay. But if you're not getting what you feel you should be getting, whatever you're receptive to, if you're not getting it, you're going to pull away. Okay. Some abusers go as far as. Not only not giving you what you need emotionally and physically, they will actually drain you. They will take away the thing you need the most. If something so simple as, you know, hey, thank you, we appreciate this great dinner that you made. Something so simple as that may get you on a a very good high, I guess. I don't want to use the word high, but you may be on such a very good feeling just from a simple thank you and you're appreciated, right? But then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, those words of affirmation don't come into play. What happens then? You know, words of affirmation. Some people like acts of service. Some people like to receive gifts. Others just want something as simple as quality time. And some like physical touch. Okay. Again, I've been single for a long time. And I miss certain elements of being in a relationship. But I also know exactly what I'm looking for. And I'm not going to settle for less. And I'm single by choice. um, Because I I don't want to be out dating and have you know different elements of that No, i know what i want and i want to i'm not going to settle for any less in a lot of victims that i talk to i say do you get those words of affirmation or that quality time or that physical touch or that acts of service or or receiving gifts do you get those things from your abuser 99 percent of them say I used to, but not anymore. It's a setup that abuser absolutely knows what they're doing. They're draining you of who you really are. They're taking away your identity. They will get you into a situation where you're under control, whether or by somebody else that's affiliated with them. Remember what I just said, either you'll be controlled by them or someone else that's affiliated by them. So this particular person I'm talking about, you know, she's not physically abused or anything like that. And words of affirmation are huge for her, huge. And you can tell she's not getting them. You can absolutely tell. And it's sad because me being a single man I would look at someone like that and appreciate everything she does, right? And and if words of affirmation, that would just come natural, okay? Adversely, um, I know a friend of mine, he's been with his wife for years. This man is about quality time. His wife needs quality time. And many times I watched his kids while he was like, hey man, it's date night divine. I'm like, nah, no problem. They can play at my daughter's school. And um, they enjoy their quality time together. And they've been married for many, many years because he understands her and she understands him. There is love out there still. If you're in a situation you're not happy with, and you see it going down a dark road, don't wait, don't wait for the abuse. And I'm talking in general, I'm not speaking to one particular person, I'm talking in general. A lot of the people that have called into the show, a lot of the people I meet on a daily basis, a lot of the cases that I've responded to, uh, two people I met on Wednesday um, at our last event, We used to be happy until there was an until it was like an expiration date. And I said, you know, if you're not happy, did you go to that person and let them know you weren't happy? And they said, no, I just thought it would get better. Well, guess what? You just took the communication element right out the window. Right out. And I said, what did you expect to happen? That the person would just wake up one day and go, you know what? I'm going to be nice to this person again. Or I'm going to say these words of affirmation or uh, empathy or, you know, give her the gifts and quality time. No, you have to communicate. Lack of communication creates problems. But if you're in a situation that you know emphatically you're not happy, there's a dead end street, you know, get out of that situation. That's the best advice I can give you before it's too late. There may be a person that was never an abusive person. They were never an abuser. Then one day they just snap. You don't know the stress they may be under or if they're under an influence of something or, you know, a lot of this breeds in a environment. What I mean by that, you get the good old boys hanging around, you know, at work during lunch or something, uh trucking guy, let's say, and he's around a bunch of his buddies, and he hears one guy say, man, I cracked the old lady last night. She knows she got what for or what was coming to her. He may think that's okay after hearing that. No, it's not okay. But guess what? Because he's not communicating with his wife. He thinks, well, that'll get to her. No, you got to communicate, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you got to communicate. Uh, What we're going to do, we've got about a minute left. I just want to thank everybody that's been supporting us, coming out to our events and shooting us emails and messages. And it's really encouraging. You know, we are still looking for a replacement to be on this radio show full time. I can't keep doing it. Um, I'm way too busy. But I'm not going to let this just dissipate. Because I look at the numbers on the people that are listening and I said, there's a difference being made. And it's growing, which is awesome. Week to week, it's growing. Uh, I'm not a radio guy at all, but I do appreciate you guys tuning in and listening. And um, there's work that still needs to be done. It is 9.30 p.m. right now. I'm about to saddle back up and head back out because, again, it is Friday. And I know we're going to be getting calls. And I got to be out there for when those calls come in. So, God bless everybody. I wish you the best. Um, last event at Graffiti Junction will be this Wednesday, June 28th, from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Graffiti Junction in Claremont, Florida. It's a bike night, but it's a good family quiet environment. Not so quiet, but it's a good environment. We do 50 50 raffle. Um, Part of it's a fundraiser for the nonprofit organization. The other part is just to be out with some good people. We're going to be raffling off a gym membership um, donated by Fitness CF. Great organization over there. And we got some other things going on as well. We will be doing, like I said earlier, a laser tag event. It's a very fun event. It's going to be Friday, July 21st from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. And I will post more details on our website under our events link and also on social media. But we will be doing that and just building, and you'd be surprised how much fun laser tag is. I did it for the first time um, yesterday, matter of fact, we were there. And uh, my daughter had a ball and she actually beat me. So (laughs) we we had a pretty good time. And, um, again, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, God bless you. Godspeed. We will be back on the radio. I don't have anything scheduled, but we might try Monday. Let's shoot let for this Monday. Um, just touching base with our listeners. Again, social media is the best way to get to us to find our official social media links. Go to v2sradio.com or stopdv.net and at the bottom you will see all of our social media icons just click on them and keep in touch with us like us on facebook is the best way as well but again godspeed everybody and we'll see you next week thank you for listening we hope you found this week's episode informative and engaging Please remember that if you or anyone you know is a victim of domestic violence, there is help. Please visit our website, www.stopdv.net, for more information. Together, we can stop this epidemic. Join the fight to stop domestic violence now.